Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who's been known to throat punch guys who use the word moist around oh. her. <laughs> Shake over. I actually don't mind. Really? Because yeah, I heard that, like when you poll a bunch of women, they say that, that, and obviously the word cunt are the, are the two words that disgust them more than anything. Really? I mean, I can under- understand like the C word, but because that's just. You never heard about how women hate the word moist? I don't think it's just women, dude. I think it's like everyone. Yeah, it's just, it is a gross word, especially when guys use it in a sexual context. Like, oh. I mean, it shouldn't be used in like a sexual context because yeah. it's not very sexual. It's just kind of like, but that's not sexy. Right. Like if a guy is like putting his hand down your pants and he's like, oh, your, your panties are so moist. It's that's like just, so gross. That's just weird. Yeah. Like people just say wet. Like, right. Jesus. Anyways. Anyway, she'll throw punch you. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like Johnny Depp loves pirate movies, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. What's up, girlfriend? Hey, hey, hey. Why do I feel like it's been forever since we've done this? I know. It, it kind of does feel that way, although we're right on schedule for when we usually do these things. So I don't know why we both feel that way. I don't know. It's crazy. I feel like I haven't seen you in a, like a hot second. Right. Which, for, for all you listeners who, who listen on the reg, we, we do way more in person than we do over Zoom. So, yeah. I don't know. Weird, yeah. weird times. It is weird times. Super weird. So, Shay, one of the biggest comments I get from people, especially like from other women, when it's on like the dating apps, when we first match and then you get the get to know you, you know, conversation going or when we're meeting in person and then the conversation, as I'm sure, you know, being the host of this show and the co-host of this show is great conversation piece. You know, it's something unique that people love to talk about. You you find that as well? Oh, yeah. I get it's so funny because when people find out I have a dating sex podcast, it goes one of two ways. Normally, they're just like, oh, that's so cool, blah, 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 and which is the perfect way for it to go. It's fine. I don't mind that. But the other way it goes is they want to know, like, sexual stuff right away. It's yeah. just like, can you fucking not? But, yeah, they definitely, all of them are interested in it, which is like I never really even listened to podcasts before I started this. So it's interesting to me to see that guy, I feel like guys are more open to listening to podcasts or more interested in podcasts than girls normally. And the guys are probably more fascinated by you doing it than women are by me doing it. Because 
I think women just normally assume that men always have sex on their mind and have something to say about it, whereas mm -hmm. men are probably fascinated by an attractive woman who talks about sex and insight like that. I think it could um, turn them on or attract them to you or or be more interested or fascinated by you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just sucks, though, because then they think, like, they can just talk dirty to me. And it's like, that's not... Yeah. That's right. not the point of right. me having this podcast. Actually, I'll probably talk about you and you being disrespectful towards me in the podcast at some point. So you should you should listen up <laughs> for sure. Keep yeah. your ears open. Hint, hint. So what I was getting at was, you know, it's always good conversation pieces for people who want to talk about the show and us hosting the show. But because, you know, we're sex and dating experts, the one question I always get, and sometimes they, they ask it like sarcastically or smart ass, like, if you're such an expert, why are you on the dating apps? Or, you know, why are you single if you're such an expert? You know, those sort of things. And people need to understand that just because we might be sex and dating experts and we have a awesome platform to be able to, to get on our soapbox and talk about this stuff is we're still human beings, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. just like all other human beings out there, they face the same trials and tribulations of dating and relationships and sex that, that anybody else does. And, you know, here's the way I say it, you know, mechanics, you could be the best car mechanic in the world and your car still could break down. Right. Exactly. So dating experts also have bad dates and bad date stories. And in fact, one way that I believe we become experts at it is because we have these bad experiences, we learn from them, and then we're able to share to the masses the lessons learned so they don't make the same mistakes maybe we did, or they, even if we did make mistakes, but still had a bad date, they don't run into the situation that we did. So we're, we're almost like running interference for them, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're welcome, guys. We have to go through all these trials, all these tribulations just to bring you our advice. So right. you're welcome. We're humanitarians. We like to help the humans. We will go I through. Don't think I have gotten one thank you from anyone so far on any of this advice. So if you guys want to um, send us your thank yous over social media, we would greatly appreciate them. Right. Thank yous are nice, like <laughs> gifts and Starbucks <laughs> gift cards, you know, or even nicer. Um, yep, yep. I will take um, an Apple Watch. That <laughs> <laughs> right. Where are you registered at, Shay, so people can go to your Amazon registration? Amazon.com. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So because even us admitting that we experts run into a lot of the same problems that all of you guys do, we thought we would just share a couple of our stories just to prove that we run into these problems. Now, I've had a zillion dates. So, you know, over the years, which means a good amount of them were bad dates, you know, so we could talk all week long on bad dates that I've been on. And none of them were my fault, of course, by the way. Oh, my God. I bet the women <laughs> would say differently. I bet um, there was probably a good date in your mind that was a bad date in her mind. I'm sure that's the case and vice versa. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that where you go home and you're like, nailed it. And then the other person was like, that date was fucking whack, you know? <laughs> um, but none of that ever happened to me. So, and I say that in jest, of course, but 
So yeah, we don't have the luxury of time to go over a bunch of dates. So I just figured like periodically me and Shay will have episodes like this where we just go over some of our own horror stories. I mean, they, they may be not horror stories. They could be common, common bad dates if there is such a thing. But I think there's value in that because a lot of you out there um, might want to hear it so you avoid the same thing. Maybe when you're on one of these bad dates in one of these bad situations, you could be like, hey, wait a minute, John and Shay told me that this could happen or this has happened. And I'm not going to fall prey to that. So again, mm -hmm. you're welcome. So I will start if you don't mind, Shay. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Ladies first. So this is actually a recent one and it's a girl oh. that I had met um, on one of the dating apps. Which dating app? It was Tinder. Oh. So you know go. going into it, <laughs> Tinder versus like Bumble. I only use Tinder and Bumble. I don't use Hinge. I don't use Plenty of Fish or any of the other ones. That could be oh probably. Oh my God, Plenty of Fish is literally the scum of dating sites. I that, hate it. That's what I heard, but a lot of people use it. People are fucking crazy if you use that shit. Continue. Yeah, people are cray cray anyway, but yeah, on Plenty of Fish even more so. So, but Tinder, I mean, you know that if you're going on a Tinder date versus a Bumble date, and some people are on both, so you're going to get this, you know, the same kind of person if they're on both. But Tinder, there is a certain expectation that comes with Tinder dates versus Bumble dates. And I don't mean like it's automatically going to be sex and a hookup if it's a Tinder date versus Bumble. I, I just mean there, there's a little bit different kind of demographic. It's hard to explain. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. So, but that's where we met. And um, she was cool, some, you know, pretty in-depth conversations. And so we got along and we hung out once and um, it was good. It was a good date. She spent the night. It, it, it all worked out fine. But then after that, I could tell that she was bothered by how like busy I get sometimes. And even though I would text periodically just to keep the interest level up, she, uh, you could see that she was bothered by it that I wasn't giving her as much attention as she's probably used to and and I might have mentioned something about her on a previous episode where she had told me that you know hot girls shouldn't have to chase and that should have been one red flag but I was like you know I let her have it and she backed off from that and I didn't let her have it in a mean way just like in a my my sarcastic delivery but she she read between the lines and figured out what I was saying so this isn't really a bad date story because the only one date that I've had with her was good, but there was a lot of conversation afterwards trying to lead up to date two. And that's, to me, that's the equivalent of a bad date because it's been bad experience. And here's what it is. So last week she asked if I wanted to hang out and she just wanted to, you know, come over and have drinks and we're still communicating. So she very well could hear this and then that'll probably be the end of that. But, you know, I decided to roll the dice for the sake of our craft, you know, that's what we do. So she wanted to hang out and I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, if you want to come over and, you know, we could do drinks and maybe grab a pizza or something. But just to let you know, I have a really early day the next day. So it, it just can't be as long of a night as it was the last time. You know, mm -hmm. I'm basically, I'm trying to tell her that, you know, we hung out for like seven hours before we ended Jeez. up going to sleep. Yeah, that's a long date. And then she spent the night. So basically, I was trying to tell her that it's not going to be seven hours and you can't spend the night, which is a hard thing to tell somebody. But that was my nice way of trying to say that I do have to be not just up, but up and out the door real early the next morning. And she says to me, 
she tries to get passive aggressive like she did before. She goes, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work for me. And I'm like, why? What, what, what's the problem? And she said, I don't think that that's like, I, she goes, I, <laughs> if you want to know, here's where the passive aggressive came in. She tried to wrap her comment around a joke, but I'm smart enough to read between lines. Here was the joke. Here's what she said. She said, my, re my pussy requires at least six hours uh, commitment. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? And so right away, you know, I, I could ignore the joke and the, the pussy part of the comment. She was trying to just say something stern and thought maybe it would go down easier if it was in the form of a joke. So I ignored that part of it. The part that I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like there is... And then she said, it's, it's just not worth my time if it's not at least like six hours. What? Yes. Isn't that insane? And I was a like, normal date is maybe like two hours maximum. That's like a normal date. Just because you got like special treatment on the first date that I was like more out than that. And like, especially because you have to be considerate of the other person's time. What the hell? Yeah. And even, and if you hook up, okay, maybe add another hour to, to your date if that ends up happening. Um, sure. regardless if it's a first date or not, you know, if you hook up there, you know, it's going to take up some time and I'm not even counting the spend the night part, you know, to the six hours, it was like seven hour date and then the spending of the night. So, Jesus. right. We didn't get to sleep till like really late. And she made a comment before. And I said, you know, there was twice now that you made it sound like it might not be worth your time to hang out with me. I go, it's not going to go down very well with me if you say it a third time and then she backpedaled a little bit and later on was like because i didn't take the bait and said okay yeah you can come over and i'll just you know bite the bullet and get no sleep for a busy day they had the next day instead of doing that i was like all right fine whatever and she could tell that i was annoyed and then she backpedaled and was like you couldn't tell that i was just joking and I was like, See, and I hate when guys do that shit too. Like when yes. they purposely are like mean or rude and you're like, Hey, that actually fucking hurt. They're like, I was just kidding. You can't take a joke. I'm just like, are you, you're shitting me right now. Way to be manipulative, honestly. Right. And that's the, that's the big part of this whole scenario that, uh, that annoys me about the whole thing. It's number one about the having a minimum time requirement. That's the first thing. But the second thing was, cause I know it bugs the shit out of you too is when people say, oh, no, I was just joking. And a lot and of times, clearly it's, yeah. right, it's not just I was joking, like you have no right to be angry at me because I was joking, but more so, you know, they weren't joking. They threw mm -hmm. it out there as a trial balloon to see if you would take it, you know, if you would respond positively to it. And if you don't AKA respond positively, they, they think a safety net is to say, oh, I was just joking. God, I hate that. I think I said that the other day, uh, a few times ago when someone said something, said something to me and they were like, oh, I was just joking. Like, oh, I'm not coming on. Oh, the best one is when they're like, obviously flirting and like trying to talk to you and stuff. And then you're like, hey, I'm not interested. And they're like, well, I was just joking around. I wasn't being serious. It's just yeah. like, no, you fucking weren't. Now you're just butthurt that I don't want to be with you. Right. Sorry. So, and sorry. I think. And even though I'm using it in a case where a female tried that, I'm just joking tactic, but mostly men are the ones who do that, you know, and you've experienced a ton of it is guys don't throw something out there where you think that if she says no to something, you know, outlandish or ignorant or, you know, a sexual come on, don't 
use your, I was just joking as your plan B to get out of it. If you even think that may be a tactic, like you're going to drop the, I'm just joking, then you shouldn't say it to begin with. Don't invite yourself over to her or anything, you know, to her place or hint something sexual that you're not sure how she's going to respond to because you think the I'm just joking will get you out of it. Dude, the hint, the sexual thing, literally all the goddamn time. And like, this is the thing. If she's not talking sexual, don't say shit. If she's the one that starts it, great, go in it. Like, have fun. But like, don't think that just because like you're starting to talk to her and she's fun and cool that she's going to be cool with you sexualizing her like it like that shit doesn't happen guys like grow the fuck up yeah i i um and you know i'm not tr- being a prude here by all by no means am i a prude Every, i think everybody knows that by now what i'm saying is that if she you have to read the room you know read the vibes of your interaction with her. If she's very sexual with you, then let it fly. You know what I mean? Be sexual with her and in your comments if if you're on that same page. But if you're not and you decided that now's the time where I'm going to try to turn it up a notch, not knowing if she's ready for that, don't don't do that. You're gonna make yourself look like a fool because she's not that dumb. She knows you weren't just joking. And now yeah. your value just dropped a little bit because of that. And it's so funny because when like guys are like, oh, send me pictures. It's like, no. Like, right. why the fuck would I put in effort for your attention? That's gonna last what? Maybe like three minutes. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah. No, thank you. And this is the thing. It's so funny because when guys ask for pictures and then the girls are like uh hell no they're like oh i was just kidding no do you guys want to know what the biggest panty dropper is yeah i'm I'm sure they're dying to know respecting women boom boom (laughs) like guys if you just fucking wait for her it comes a lot faster but if you throw this shit out her guard's gonna go up and you're gonna wait even longer just wait for her, dude. Yeah. Fuck. It, it'll happen. You know, just don't don't be all like a cock-loaded gun. You know what I mean? It'll happen. <laughs> just, yeah, don't pressure her. Let her come to you. Like I said, respect women for fuck's sake. Like, just let her come to you. Like, yeah, it's hot when, like, guys are, like, aggressive. But that's after you cross the phase of her saying, yes, I want it. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up my little rant here about that, because that's what this whole thing is about for us to share our bad experiences with you. So they don't happen to you. I think the second part, the latter part of what I started to say, I just hit on the the do and don't there. Don't use the, I'm just joking thing because she's not going to buy it guys. When you do it to her, just like I didn't buy it. When this girl dropped that on me, I'm smarter than that. You weren't smarter just joking. Than the average bear. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because, like, she, because she dropped that comment before that hot girls shouldn't have to chase guys. So she was trying to, she showed her hand. You know what I mean? She showed her cards there and gave away a little bit of her power because hot girls do have some pretty good power over mm-hmm. guys. So she gave a little bit of that away. She was trying to get it back by seeing if she can get me in a submissive position by being like, okay, you're right. 
you know, instead of a two and a half, three hour date, I'll give you six hours or whatever. Don't play that game with me. So don't do that, guys. It didn't work with her. It shouldn't work with the people that you try it on as well. Yeah. I definitely think people need to cool their jets too, because they have to understand, like, especially when you're not even actually dating this person, that nobody owes you anything. Yeah. Nobody owes you shit at all. Right. Ever. Like, even if you are dating someone, if they decide to, like, up and leave, technically, they don't have to give you a reason. I mean, that's kind of shitty of them, but they don't owe you anything. Nobody owes you anything. So, <laughs> so like, the fact that she's demanding time that you were very nicely saying, hey, I'm still down to, like, hang out and have our date and you can come over, whatever. It's just, like, I can't stay up that late because I actually have something important to do tomorrow. And the fact that she didn't respect that is really rude. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like, just come over so I can fuck you and then leave. That's not what it was. It was, like, no, come over. We'll have some drinks. We'll have a pizza. She wasn't, she wanted to come over anyway. It wasn't like she wanted to go out to a restaurant and I said, no, come over to the house. The plan was to come to the house anyway. The only thing that was at, at odds was the amount of time, you know? So yeah. it's like, Oh, sorry. I can't hang out for like six hours. I can give you like three yeah. or however long. It's not like you were like, Hey, come over to my house. Let's fuck. And then you got to leave right after. It's yeah. Th it wasn't, that's not what I was, then she would have a reason to be annoyed, but I, that's not what the situation was. I mean, it's not worth my time. What? It's not worth the gas money. I mean, what, what does that even mean? So you have something better to do? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, if you don't want to come over and you don't want to be like sexualized or anything like that, we can yeah. go like get ice cream instead. And it's going to be an even shorter date. But right. like, this is the thing people need to use their words appropriately. Yeah. Like right. you're not <laughs> impressing somebody. If you make it sound like, they're not worth your time unless it's, there's a minimum. Like there's a, like, you're not a fucking goddess. Like, yes, yeah. you may be in your head, but you're not yeah. a literal God or goddess. Right. Bring right. yourself back down to earth. Yes. You deserve the world, but you don't get to be an asshole to other people that are actually respecting you. Right. If I legit enjoyed somebody's time and wanted to hang out with them, I would take what I can get just so I can see them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Yo, you only have an hour? Okay, let's get coffee. You know, but, but at least we like get you this. told her it was going to be a six-hour thing, and then you changed your mind. It right. was, hey, I can't hang out this long. I'm letting you know because we did have such a long date the first time. So, yeah. and oh, my God, the fact that she said that, like, six hours, that's a long fucking date for the second date. Right. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a, a long, long time. First date. Right. Like, how dare you have those type of expectations on somebody else and yeah. when they are trying to be nice? Yeah. You are an asshole. Yeah. Jesus. All right, Shade, let's get into yours. Okay. Um, I have two. The first one's pretty short, pretty easy. So this was um, when I had Tinder a couple years ago. I had matched with this guy, and we actually... I didn't have any plans that night and it was kind of like a quick turnaround and we like said we would meet up for like appetizers, which I fucking love appetizers. Me too. Shit. I can eat those um, as a meal. Yeah. Same. Like, like, I don't even know why I order a meal. I should just order like a, a big pretzel. Mm. <laughs> so what had happened was, so we had a quick turnaround and normally before a date, I research people because I'm not going to be that girl, you know? And yeah. like, I look them up on Facebook. I try to find them on Instagram or I'll like get their Snapchat, something, you know? Right. That's not creepy. So, That's what experts do. 
it's so you don't get fucked over or yeah. stolen. Right. So <laughs> human trafficked. Oh God. So because it was so fast, I literally got home from work, had to change and then meet him. And it was in like a very public space. So I wasn't too worried about it, but the pictures I got there, he said he was sitting, he was already sitting down and I was like, Oh, I don't see you. And then he stands up and waves to me. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> this dude, the pictures he had on his profile were at least 10 years old. Oh and my this God. Dude did not age well. And like guys, this thing, I normally don't date people like my age or younger. I normally do go for older, but like, no, just no. <laughs> Like, I, I don't even know, like, he was talking to me about how his, like, teenage daughters and stuff, um, and oh my, my daughter was only, like, six at the time, and how they're going to be going off to college the next year, and I'm just like, holy shit, I'm so much closer to your daughter's age than your age, oh my god, wow. um, which, I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me that much, but, like, the fact that he just didn't look like his pictures, I mean, it was him in the pictures, but you can tell he is aged significantly, and not in a good way. So he has, like, no recent pictures, and that's just not fair to someone else. Like, I just wasted my goddamn time. Yeah, I don't understand in this day and age how people do that. Now, people who, like, legit catfish that have no intention on ever meeting the person, they're just doing it for, you know, the instant gratification of the attention online. I, I can get in the headspace of somebody like that for whatever twisted reason. You know, I don't, I don't condone it, but I can understand why somebody who knows they're never going to meet you how they can lead you on that way as a catfish because they, they do get fulfilled that way in a, in a sad way. Cause what this guy did is a form of catfishing. He knows he's going to see you. He, he can't think that you're not going to notice the difference. Yeah. And like a guy once told me, he's like, well, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have ever talked to me if you saw the real me. And it's like, exactly. Yes. If I'm not attracted to you. I'm sorry. But I do have taste and it's not fair that like you deceived me and you think that it's going to work out in your favor because not only would I not be attracted to you as like your physicality, I'm not attracted to you as a person now because you're a fucking liar. Right. Which is probably worse than the physical. Exactly. And like, this is the thing. Don't fucking lie to me. Just don't do it. I get it's very much in human nature to lie because you're trying to save face and like whatever but like don't fucking lie to me and um, the foundation was started on a lie exactly like how are you expecting me to fall for someone like not that I was falling for him or anything but like let's say we didn't meet for a few weeks or something like and we really started developing a great like friendship and talking about personal things. And then I come to find out that you are not the person you say you were, are, whatever. And I'm going to feel so betrayed and deceived. And that's not how you start things off, period. And I get like, maybe how you look is not getting the type of people that you're really attracted to. But you can change things like you there's like if you're not happy with your weight, you can change that. Like there's so many things that you can improve upon. But like this is the thing. Everyone is going to have their own taste. Every single person. But I can promise you no one is going to like a liar and deceiver. Yeah, that's that's a perfect way to put it, because like when somebody says 
if somebody's overweight, like you said, they can lose weight and that will drastically change their potential dating pool. Now, people who say that they're ugly, like I'm ugly or I'm unattractive, I, I don't believe that's because that's, that's a relative thing. There is, I promise you, there is somebody out there who finds you attractive. I don't mean right. your and weight. Same thing with the weight too, though. Like right. there are some girls that like bigger guys. There's some girls that like skinnier guys. Like if you have to put on weight, gain weight for your own self-confidence, that's one thing. But like self-confidence is what really attracts women to you. That and respect. Do you know how fucking fast I would drop my panties for someone who is respectful to me out in public and then comes back here and chokes me. Oh my God. Like, oh, <laughs> that's win-win where I come from. Like you don't understand, like, especially not, I have not dated like a country boy before. And I think that's what I need to find that or like a Korean guy. Um, because well, then fuck plenty of fish and Tinder. You got to get on farmers only. No, I just need to move. I need to go to Japan or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the country. That's a different country. I know it's fine. It's I'm totally down because Korean guys here do not like me. So it's fine. It's fine. I just gotta like immerse myself in the culture um, and the people. And I really hope I'm not disrespecting anyone by saying this, but like most guys like that do not like me because I am not like a light, like a tiny petite little thing. Like I have some curves on me. So um, if you are Korean, um, please send me a message. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah normally like people who are super respectful out in public are normally people that grew up being respectful like to their parents or to other people you know so when there isn't that teaching in someone then it's so hard to start teaching them when they're older like you can't teach I, an old dog new tricks is what you're saying um, basically but like and i'm not going to be like a rehab center for broken dudes either so like <laughs> if i can just find a respectful sir that will walk on the outer side of a sidewalk will open doors for me it's just so frustrating how disrespectful people are and how like deceiving they are and it's just like what i'm basically getting at is it doesn't matter what the fuck you look like it's how you treat someone is the biggest thing and if you treat them with like lying and deception they're not going to like you period yeah i think the lesson from that story because we're trying to give lessons i think the one from that story is pretty clear that's been out there since the internet was invented was people lying about who they are and what they look like and catfishing don't do that in this day and age we still have to tell people not to do that yeah and isn't that gross like how sad that we have to teach people how to be a decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and it, it put you in a pretty unfair, awkward, like ambush kind of exactly. situation. Like, and this thing, I'm not really like a rude person. I'm overall really understanding and caring, but like, I, like I said, I fucking hate people who are liars or who don't follow through with what they say they're going to do. Yeah. So that's my first story. You ready for the kahuna of stories right now? Yeah. Let's, I, I can't wait. Okay. So match with this guy. He's actually from Italy. Um, just got here uh, like a month prior for work. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say I'm overall pretty attracted to foreign guys. Like, oh, just please get me the fuck out of here. I need to move. But um, 
he was like, I don't really know the places, so why don't you pick a place, whatever. But I was like, okay, well, what kind of food do you like? He's like, well, I'm from Italy. I was like, so you like Italian, but we don't really have like authentic Italian places here in my city. So, um, I mean, I can take you to one that's better than Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> Olive Garden, the Italian Denny's. Ugh. So um, he picks me up, which I know that's like my first mistake. I shouldn't have had him pick me up, but this was right when I first started like going on dates and stuff on, off of Tinder. Um, we go to this like Italian restaurant, whatever. He picks me up. He seems fine. But like the entire time, the entire time that we are eating, he is like comparing the food that he gets and the drinks that he gets to what he had back in Italy Ugh. and basically just putting it all down saying like, this is crap. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Like the, where I'm from, it's so much better. Like even the water's different and, Oh my God. It was like, oh. That's a lot of negativity. It was so bad. And like, what I would say is like, look out for people who are already complaining when you're talking to them or just negative Nancy's. Like, it is, it would, it like killed me to stay on that date because it was like, because I picked it, it was awkward for me. And I, and he made me like feel bad for picking it. Like, yeah. I should have taken a fucking burritos or something. I would have yeah. had a better fucking time then after he's like mr complainy pants the whole time and whatever <laughs> we get in this car he drives me back home thank god it's a short drive um just small talk and then he pulls up in my driveway and i was like well thank you so much for dinner let me know when you get home safe and he goes okay thank you and like kind of like drawing out the conversation yeah. rather than just like letting me go uh -huh. um because I knew he probably wanted, like, to kiss me or something. Yeah. Ugh. He, like, leans forward, and I'm like, you know what? Just get it over with. Just get it over with. So I go to kiss him, and as he's kissing me, he takes the back of my head and pushes my head down into his crotch. Shut the fuck up. Uh-uh. And sometime, like, somehow during the initial kiss, he had unzipped his goddamn pants. Oh, my God. So I shoved myself away from him, ran out of the fucking car, opened up my garage, and, like, was looking out my bedroom window huffing and puffing because that was absolutely traumatizing. He didn't, like, obviously he didn't run after you, but he didn't, oh, like, put no. his window down and was like, hey, I'm sorry, or nothing like that? No, are you kidding me? I would have grabbed a fucking knife so fast. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was absolutely horrendous horrendous you know, one you, of the worst dates you know it was a bad date when you were just talking about the complaining and this it is got, the thing guys it, it got so much a, worse yeah he was super attractive like really attractive like really good shape had some scruff on him like mm, prestige but i didn't even want to fucking kiss him because of his like whole attitude because of his personality it was so bad like there was nothing happy about him there was nothing like interesting about him other than the fact that he was from italy that's it yeah you know a lot that of times was his personality. a lot of times like really attractive people especially men they think that's enough you know they no, don't have women to women too you kidding me yeah women try to just skate oh, I... by on life if yeah not right. all the time, but like sometimes. And I right. hate those women. I hate it. Right. And by the way, people, that is a short window in life, you know, that you're like super hot. 
unless you're like Christy Brinkley, who's still super hot at 66 years old. I just saw a picture of her today at 66. And it was like, holy shit. But just short of her, you have a short window in life of being hot. So you better have a fallback, you know, for when that window closes, you better have something else to get you through life because your hotness isn't going to do it. Yeah. Hopefully um, you found so, a millionaire sucker. So, you hear a zillion stories about guys who do that, like push them and you never believe, you never believe those stories. And you always hear me talk about one of my, uh, my dating 10 commandments. One of the commandments actually is don't take your dick out on a date unless it's like at the appropriate time, like you're about to have sex. And mm -hmm. I say it and people are like, that makes no sense. Why would you have that as one of your commandments? I said, because you have no idea how many bad dating horror stories like yours that you just told me where guys inadvertently take their dicks out at the inappropriate times. I don't mean like a flasher or something. I mean like they're making out and the girl looks down and his dick happens to be out. Like he thought that was like a progression that skipped like five steps of foreplay from the kissing to your dick comes out. Yep. That's not how it works. Do you know how great it would be if you could just have a makeout session with a dude and him not trying to fuck you? Like, I have not in the longest time had a fucking just makeout session with someone. And it just stops there because guys just always want to take it to the next fucking step. And it's just like, can, can we not? Like, I'm so tired of this. I just want to have a nice, innocent makeout session. Yeah, you might get excited, but like, I don't want to have to take care of that. Fuck. Right. Of course, he's going to get excited. You know, it's it's just the way your body mechanics work that if you're turned on, your dick gets hard. That's the way it goes. And she may notice that because if you're making out, something's going to rub up against her and that's fine. But just because your hard dick that's inside your pants rubbed up against her doesn't mean she was making that happen. Like she was rubbing your dick. You'll know if she rubs your dick, she'll put her hand on your crotch and then she'll rub it because that that's been known to happen during making out. And then that may mean that either she wants more to happen or there was just a little teasing going on from a hot makeout sesh, but it doesn't give you the green light to take your dick out. Yeah, exactly. So can you guys just try to keep things more pure and innocent for fuck's sake? Like, <laughs> please get your head out of your ass for once. Like think, try not to think, about yourself and your needs and what you want with your fucking dick try to think like about her like if she wants to go to the next step she'll grab your dick i promise you yes. i promise you but if she doesn't she's not going to do it so just just enjoy the fact that you're getting to kiss a hot chick okay yeah all right if it progresses the right way just like we said earlier it'll happen but maybe not right then and there and then you got to be okay with that you know it's a marathon it's not a sprint so there was a lot of lessons that could be had in that story. That was, that was, I'm sorry that happened to you, but that story was glorious and awesome. If you, if you're talking about a topic of bad date stories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you have it. And, and we can go on and on and we'll do more episodes like this where we share some of these stories and then talk about the lessons that are in those stories. And all of you feel free to share your stories with us too. And we'll, we'll, we'll point out the lessons in those, but Hope you enjoyed a little taste of our misery. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it oh, man. for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, the real John Ibrahim. 
And please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook. Give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. Send us your questions, comments, concerns on Instagram at my handle of trulyshay, T-R-U-L-Y-Y-S-H-A-Y-Y. And if you know of any hot single Korean dudes, send them my way for the fuck's sake. Jesus. Um, and remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Are you a big K-pop fan because of that? Um, I actually don't listen to K-pop, but I do watch anime. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's, that's a parallel. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Adios, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.